Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. It had been a quiet morning at the Lane Farm. Aunt Mary and Lefty were in Huntsville at the City Hall, where Bill Meade was suing for custody of the child he believed to be his own. After they left, Peggy Douglas had wandered around the house restlessly, unable to concentrate on her usual tasks. But the day was pleasant and sunshiny, and Randy was out working in the orchard. And so at noon, Aunt Mary's niece decided to make a lunch of sandwiches and milk and bring it outside to him. Now, her cousin leans back luxuriously against his favorite apple tree and smiles contentedly. Ah, this is a wonderful idea, Peggy. Oh, I'm glad you approve. I thought it would be a nice change. Uh, You know I've always liked picnics. Remember the ones we used to have down by the river in the summertime? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Jane was sure a whiz at putting together a good feed. Yes, she used to love doing it. Jane talks about those days a lot. Haven't seen much of Jane lately. What's she up to? Oh, she's pretty busy. She's had her schoolwork all winter, and then she always helps Mrs. Plummer around the house and with the younger kids. Have another sandwich, Randy? Well, I. I'm glad you know how to make a sandwich a man likes, one you can sink your teeth into. Most women make those little wafer things a guy takes care of in one bite. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, those are certainly wonderful times we had in the old days, when we were kids. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget the day you slipped and fell in down by the swimming hole. You were all dressed up, remember? (laughs) Guys, the look on your face just before you started to cry. Well, it was on Sunday just after church. I had on a new dress. Uh (laughs) And were you mad at us? Because we all laughed our heads off. Yeah, but you did look funny. Like a little wet kitten with your curls all sticking to your head. A big streak of mud on your cheek. Didn't Mom give me a real going over later for teasing you? (laughs) Aunt Mary always stood up for me. No wonder. You were a cute little girl, Peggy. So chubby and round, with those big eyes and long curls. I was a heel to tease you. Will you uh, accept my belated apologies now? Of course, Randy. That was all such a long time ago, anyway. Oh, not so awfully long. Well, it seems ages to me. Sometimes I wish we could go back. Everything was so simple in those days. Growing up is... Well, it isn't so easy. Well, maybe not easy. But there's a lot of satisfaction just the same. I'm not sure I'd want to be a kid again. Do you really think you would, if you had a chance? Hey, come back here. What, Randy? What did you say? What's the matter, kid? You haven't been listening at all. I'm sorry, Randy. I was just thinking... Yeah, that's pretty obvious. And whatever you were thinking didn't make you very happy, either. Well, I... I think I know what's on your mind, Peggy. Oh, don't pay any attention to me. I'm just feeling sort of low. Don't you want to talk about it? It won't do any good, Randy. Besides, why should I bother you with my troubles? (laughs) Because I've got a nice big shoulder just made for you to lean on. 
And nothing makes me as proud as for you to use it once in a while. Don't you want to take advantage of my offer? Money refunded, if not entirely satisfied. <laughs> well, if anybody could make me feel better, you could. <laughs> well, that's a lot better. I was afraid my reputation as Mr. Fix-It was slipping. Oh, no, you're always lots of comfort. But... You're thinking of Bill's trial, aren't you? Well... Come on now, confess. Yes, I am, Randy. I haven't been able to think of anything else all morning. I've thought of it a couple of times myself. From what Aunt Mary and Lefty said, I'm so afraid Bill's going to lose. Doesn't look too good so far. But you never can tell. Maybe things are going better today. Oh, I do hope so. It means so much to Bill. Yeah. You see, even though I'm going to marry Nicholas, or maybe because I'm going to, I mean... I'd like Bill to have something in his life. Something that really matters to him. And the baby does, that's for sure. Oh, yes, he's terribly fond of him. And he does feel responsible for what happens to him, his future. More credit to him. And if he loses, well, I hate to think of it. Because then he'll have nothing at all. Nothing to give his life meaning. Yeah. Well, don't look at just the dark side of it, Peggy. The trial isn't over yet. No. I wish... I keep wondering what's happening over there today. Oh, I suppose McKellop will call on Bill to testify, for one thing. I imagine he will. Oh, poor Bill. He hates it so, too. Well, I think I know how he feels. A guy doesn't like to be airing his woes in public. And that's about what it amounts to. Well, Mom and Lefty went over... They'll give him some moral support, at least. Yes. Oh, look, honey, why don't you go over? I think you want to. Well, I, I guess I do, in a way. Well, then but... why don't you? I'm sure it'd make Bill feel a lot better, knowing you were there, pulling for him. Yes, but well, somehow I feel as if I don't belong there. The way things are. And then seeing Kit, Ben Calvert, I'm sort of afraid. Well, you mustn't be. You have a perfect right to be there. You're a friend of Bill's, and that's enough. You're probably right. Of course I am. Now, you run along and make yourself pretty. Make him sit up and take notice. You, you want me to drive you over in the pickup? Oh, you needn't bother, Randy. I'll drive over alone. Everyone was seated, and the courtroom was silent, waiting for the next witness to be called, when the door in the rear opened and Peggy appeared. A little frightened, but looking fresh and charming in her blue dress and wide-brimmed white hat. Heads craned as she walked down the aisle, and people whispered. That's Peggy Douglas, Mary Lane's niece. Hmm, wonder what Kit Calvert's thinking, seeing her here. She has as much right as anyone else. Yes, but after everything that's happened. You mean because she was engaged to Bill Mead before he married the Calvert girl? Of course. It looks kind of funny, her coming here. I thought she was going to marry this writer who's been around town lately. She is. The invitations are out and everything. Anyway, Mary Lane's just about as decent as they come. If she thinks it's all right. Oh, I've got nothing against Mary Lane. And as for the Calverts, I've never liked them. None of them. Ben's mean and Kit's stuck up. As for Jesse, well. Don't be a cat, Julia. You know, it seems like something's funny about this whole business. What do you mean, funny? 
I don't know exactly. But the way Kit Calvert went way out to California to have that baby. Then soon she got back, they separated. And look at what their lawyer brought out yesterday when he questioned the nurse. And David Bowman, too. Seems as if, whatever you say about her, she's had kind of a hard time. I'm not so sure. Bill Mead looks like a nice young fellow to me. I've talked to him several times in the bank. He's always very pleasant. <laughs> that wouldn't prove anything. It's enough for me. And as for that little Douglas girl, she's very sweet. It's too bad she looks so unhappy lately. I had to come, Mary. I just had to. I kept thinking about what was happening, worrying. Finally, Randy talked me into driving over. I'm glad you did, dear. If you felt you wanted to. I would have felt worse if I hadn't. Oh, they're going to begin any minute, I think. Yes, there's the bailiff getting ready now. Oh, which one is he? The one Angus is just talking to. Oh. Mr. William Mead. Oh, Aunt Mary. Oh, don't worry, dear. It's Angus who's calling Bill to testify. Oh, if only it comes out all right for him. Raise your right hand, please. Do you solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God. As Bill Meade seated himself in the witness chair facing the courtroom, he looked toward Aunt Mary and Lefty. Then, for the first time, he saw Peggy. As his eyes found the troubled face of the young girl he loved so deeply, Bill's face lit in a warm, grateful smile, a smile which was not missed by the people watching him, a smile which was especially noticed by George Farnsworth, Kip's attorney. 